Hello, and welcome to an Everything Iconic Pot Dive with me, Danny Pellegrino, where my guests and I take a break from talking housewives and current pop culture to dive into iconic film, TV, and music. Today, we're talking about the 1999 comedy Drop Dead Gorgeous. Directed by Michael Patrick Jan, the film was released July 23, 1999, and grossed just $10 million. Since its release, it's become a cult classic. This year marks the 20th anniversary of the film that starred Kirsten Dunst, Kirstie Alley, Denise Richards, Allison Janney, Ellen Barkin, Brittany Murphy, Amy Adams in her debut film role, and one of my guests, my friend Mindy Sterling. Mindy plays Iris Clark, one of the Minnesota beauty pageant organizers in this dark comedy. Mindy stopped by to talk about the film's legacy, favorite moments, and why the film is only available via an out-of-print DVD. We need to get it on streaming. After my chat with Mindy, I got in touch with the writer of the film, Lana Williams. Lana was kind enough to talk about the writing process, working with the actors, and so much more. This is an Everything Iconic Pop Dive into Drop Dead Gorgeous. Every year, in the small town of Mount Rose, Minnesota, a special competition takes place. I know what some of your big city no-bra-wear and hairy-legged women livers might say. They might say that a pageant is old-fashioned and demeaning to the girls. No, I think you boys are going to find something a little bit different here in Mount Rose. But for two ambitious girls... I believe this pageant teaches you what's really important in life. I dream of getting out of Mount Rose. I mean, guys get out of Mount Rose all the time. Hockey scholarships... Or prison. And two jealous mothers. My daughter is the most talented contestant that Mount Rose has ever had. It's not just about beauty. Go muskies! Woo! I'd lay down 10 to 1 that it all comes down to Amber Atkins and Becky Lehman. It's about poise. If you could be any tree in the woods, what kind of tree would you be? <laughs> Green. <laughs> It's about tradition. You get your ass up there and show me some teeth. It's about winning and whatever it takes. Are we all cops, Harold? Are we all cops? Hey, this here's business. <laughs> Dude, don't cough. From New Line Cinema. What kind of a moron paying stiff matters right before a pageant? <laughs> Kirstie Alley, Ellen Barkin. Kirsten Dunst, Denise Richards. Look at that winner. I think she's had a boob job. Oh, come on. She's too young for a oh, boob job. They do that at birth now. What are you talking about? Our pageant is not a peep show. Drop dead gorgeous. Suck it in, or so help me, I shove my foot so far. Come on, shake your body, baby. Do that conga. Okay, guys, I'm here with my dear friend, Mindy Sterling. Mindy, how are you doing? I am so glad to be here because I am, I'm so glad to be with you. Me too. I'm so glad to be with you. I was so excited that we got to do this. And let me just say, I do a lot of these, they're pop dive episodes. That's what I call them, where okay. it's like we talk about one specific pop culture movie or TV show. And the one thing that I requ- get requested most is a Drop Dead Gorgeous. Like, really? People want a Drop Dead Gorgeous episode. It's so, I mean... I want... Really? I'm, I mean, not, I, and I don't mean to be surprised that I don't think it's good, but I'm... Wow. It's so good. And... And there's I a think, lot of people that have not seen it yet, so we do have to, um, you know, uh, the recruit word. them. Yes. Wait, Mindy, I have to back up for a second. <laughs> it's not... You say there's a lot of people that haven't seen it, and that's because it's not available on streaming. Did you know this? No. It's like not on Netflix. You can't even rent it on iTunes. Really? It's, it's nowhere digitally. 
Why do you think that's that's it? I don't, there's like rumors online that there's like a, somebody's trying to block. There's a rumor online that Kirstie Alley's trying to block it from being streamed. Str- streamed? What? Well, I, I'm. I don't know. I mean, I know that I've. I did a couple of years ago. Maybe I did a, a anniversary, like um, a couple of interviews for that. And yeah, that's uh, that's so interesting to me. We need to get it on Netflix or Hulu or one of those things. So are you asking me to talk to somebody or sleep yeah, with do somebody? You, know that you can sleep with the director or someone. Well, the director, um, I don't think a- he has anything to do with it. I think it's more in the production producers. Yeah. You know, Warner people Brothers. like that. Well, oh yeah, I know a lot of men at Warner Brothers that I'll I'll go hang out with. <laughs> if they're interested in me, just give them my number. We'll, yes, we'll oh, get yeah. it done. Between you and I, I'm sure someone will be interested in us <laughs> because we truly need it. I was trying, I was trying to watch it the other day, and I couldn't find it digitally. The only way you can get it is through Amazon. There's DVD copies, okay, and so you can order them, but there's a limited DVD copy, so they're like forty dollars for the DVD. Oh, that's we don't buy DVDs for forty dollars. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I did buy the DVD for $40 and then I ended up finding like my old DVD. So I had. <laughs> oh my God. I love it. I love it. Um, no, I mean, I have one. You know what? I don't think it's a DVD. I think it's a VHS. VHS. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how, however you got to watch it. But so I want to back up. I know you from the Groundlings. You were a teacher of mine at the Groundlings. Yes. One of my favorites. Aww, you were the best. And you as well were my, one of my favorites. Aww. But I remember asking you in like a class break or something about Drop Dead Gorgeous because I loved it so, so much. I think there's like this large group of gay men and women that saw this movie and just attached themselves to it. And people feel this real like, uh, pride when they when they that they enjoy it. Do you know what well, I'm you know what when I um I do a lot of comic cons and that picture I have a picture of me and Kirstie Alley and um I think it's the one where um 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 uh, Denise Richards is one or something you know and we're holding a um a, a big trophy. But um I bring that and I have that out on my table and it doesn't get a lot of um, you know, uh, um, people that get yeah, attention, but every now and then someone will come over and go, Oh my God, I love this movie. And then I get like, <gasps> so excited because it's one of my favorite as well. And, um, so I just think enough, not enough people have, or at least people that come over to me, um, have, um, you know, really seen it and, but most people know you as Frau from yeah. the Austin Powers movies, which yes. is such an iconic role too. And then also my boyfriend and I love the Goldbergs and we see you popping oh, up yes, all the time. Yes, yes, yes. one of the Frentas. Right. Yes. I, I think I mentioned too, I, I was watching the Smilf premiere. Did I tell you that? And you're, you're popping up, like literally everything I watch, I'm like, Mindy. Like, it's so I exciting. know. And it, and it all happens at once because it's like, oh, there's, you know, it's really slow. And then everyone's like, oh my God, you're working like crazy. Mm, not right now. But um, I know I played a horrible, one of the most ugliest lesbians I've ever seen in my life. And she, um, she, she made me look more horrible than I thought I would look. Right. Oh. oh man. I want to, I want to talk about you as Iris Clark. In Drop Iris, Dead yeah. You know what? What I love is I did that movie, and when my son was really little, and so when I came back, I would talk to him like this, and I would, you know, talk to him as Iris, and he would laugh and giggle, and so every now and then I like to throw that out, and I go, "Hey, Max, 
Do you know who this is? He goes, yes, mom, it's Iris. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, the accent work in that movie is phenomenal. Did you audition? But they really, they really talk like right, that. Right. Did you audition with the accent or did you, did that come later or uh, did you not have to audition? I did audition. I did audition and I think I did do the accent and the girl, uh, Lana Williams, she wrote it. And it was kind of based on where she was from and that kind of um, story. And she, from, she was, she she was from at Groundlings? the Groundlings. Okay. And um, I think she was in, she got up to lab. I don't know. I think I had her. Maybe it was a lab class anyway. But um, I just remember being in the room and doing it. And then thinking when I left talking to my agent at the time and like, oh my God, please. Please do whatever you can to get me to do this. Oh my God, this would be so much fun. So I was hoping that she would have some say in it and that she liked me enough. So, and I had no clue who was going to be in it. Right, right. I mean, not all these people. And again, the you know, a lot of these people weren't like huge stars then. <sighs> so when you got the part and you read the script for the first time, did you... Did you like the script right away? or Because it's really a dark script in the best way. Like, I love that dark comedy. Me but too. I love dark comedy. I, I think it's so funny. But I wonder, did you have any hesitation about any of it? Or was it just no. you thought it was funny right no, off the bat? No, no, yeah. no, not at all. As long as I don't have to be nude, um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't have hesitation. Um, no, um, no, I did. I thought it was funny. I loved and you know what I'm thinking? Oh, my God, I'm going to work with Kirstie Alley. And they, I think the only thing for me was... I I had to go away. My son was very little. So I had to go away to, to Minnesota. Okay. Yeah, they and that. it was hard, you yeah. know, because I had to be away. And this was, I think, oh God, what year was this? 99. Okay. So it probably maybe filmed in 98-ish. Okay. So I, I, I want to tell you that I, um, I got breast cancer in 98, 99. Wow. So it must have been right after. Maybe my hair was growing out. Or maybe it was short. I don't know. I'm trying to figure, but it was around that time. So maybe, I think maybe after that movie is maybe when I had chemo. Anyway, but so it was all around that time. So when I left, um, that was really hard on me to leave my son because he was little. But yes, so being in in Minnesota during this summer, there were a lot of bees. A lot of bees. Bees would be in your in your can soda. Is it really humid? It's humid there, humid. right? Yeah. I'm from Miami, Florida. Yeah. So I know humid. Yeah. But it was it was pretty nasty there. I remember there's the, the the locals. You know, they talk like that, and they don't think they talk. So like wait, that. did you when you're sitting there talking to the locals and going to the store and stuff? Are you just picking up the? You're picking up the accent. Everyone is probably picking it up a little bit. Well, I don't know. I think we all kind of came in with that, and I I'm have gonna, no idea. I'm gonna- pick it up right now. I know you, you can't <laughs> help it. It's like you start to do it, and then you can do it. You can do it really hard or you can do it softer, you know, Um, and you just sort of just just do it. And it's so much fun to do that. There's a scene where Kirsten Dunst is naming states and spelling out states. And she's like, Alabama, A-L-A. You Amber Atkins? Yes, yes, I am. Name and spell all the United States in alphabetical order. Alabama, A-L-A-B-A-M-A. Alaska, A L A S K A, Arizona, A R I Z O N A, West Virginia, W E S T V I R G I N I A, Wisconsin. 
There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. L-A-E, yeah. <laughs> it's just so, so good. Like, oh. I think it was really easy for a lot of people to pick it up. I don't think any of us had a really difficult time. I think yeah. for some reason it just seems to be, um, uh, you know, really fun to do and easy to get to. But um, my favorite was, was Kirstie Alley who would do her stuff and she wouldn't know why she was doing it or she'd have questions. <laughs> and literally I remember her, I heard her saying, you know, I, mean, I should have probably read the script right. before. <laughs> I said, she yes. And it was just like, she, Oh, okay. <laughs> I was, before you came over, I was reading an interview with the director of this movie I, for one of the anniversaries or something. And he said, Kirstie, you're right. Said she didn't read the script and, and she was, came on set and was just like, you know, I just had a, I'm on a diet and I, you know, this happened to me, yes, that happened yes, to me. Yeah. She's like, so she was just really crappy yeah, she the was, whole time. Well, she, it was, yeah, it was, I think she was there for two weeks and she could not wait to leave. Yeah, yeah. But it's, <laughs> but she was very sweet to me. So, you know, um, she was, was she, in, was she doing like the Scientology stuff then or was that, that before? I don't, I think it was before. Okay. But I never found her weird. I did find her to be like, she, yeah, she wanted to get out. Yeah, she, she didn't. Just, she wanted. She was there to do it, but it was and like she only ugh. did two weeks on it. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and I feel like that was towards the end of her film career, at least, like because she did a lot. She, she's done a lot of TV since then, but I think that was like one of the last big film roles she had. But I love her in it. I think she's so funny. Oh, I it. think she is too. I think yeah. she's perfect. And then, oh, and then another one of my favorite parts of hers was, um, you know, when the float goes up in flames. Yeah. And I don't know, we we're talking about something and she said, um, you know, I think she, her, her direction was, you know, uh, you're, you're really upset over this. And she goes, oh, I can, I know how to bring out the waterworks. And I'm like, really? <laughs> and she turns around and a couple of seconds and she turns back. And she is crying, and I was in such awe of her. Oh my god! This I was, mean, just yeah, random. She, she just, just kept doing it. I, I mean, I was like, oh my god, you're my hero. Wow. And because um, I don't cry, yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I don't only know. cry in the shower. That's it. I, yeah, I think uh, <laughs> it's uh, years of I don't know. Maybe I'm just really hard, and um, or I always say it's like medication, but I barely am taking any. <laughs> so I don't know what it is. But um, so when I do cry, you know, it's really bad. It's but bad. I just thought that was such a funny thing for her to do. Um, I want to run through some of the actors and some of the scenes. Okay. But while we're talking about Kirstie, I love that scene where you guys are driving. You're in the back seat yes. and you're talking about Father Don again. Yes. Guys, look out! Oh! Gosh, darn it! Hello, Father Donigan. Sidewalks? Sidewalks? Iris, stop it. It's not his fault. The communal wine just proved too tempting for some of them. And that's why we Lutherans use grape Kool-Aid for the blood of Christ. Was some of that, you, you yes. do a little movement where you're yes. like the, with the hand with the drinking. Yes. Well. Um, was that improvised? Yes. Yes. So some of it, you know, I got to play. I got to improvise because that is my thing. And so the they director, knew about your improv background. 
Yes. When you came on board. Yes, because I think Lana must know, oh, this is Mindy Sterling. She was a teacher of mine at the Groundlings, blah, blah, blah. And so I got to throw in little things, um, you know, here and there. Um, not for as people much listening. as I probably would love to, but. <laughs> for people listening, though, you're a brilliant improviser. Oh. If anyone gets a chance to see you on stage, you're oh, so, well, so fucking you funny. Funny. Thank you. Um, but, you know, when you're, when you're doing something like that, it's so much fun. Yeah. If you're allowed to not be perfect with the lines, which I pray to God every time I get a job, please don't hound me over this because I don't have a good memory. Yeah. But I'll give you the essence and I'll, I'll have fun with it. Yeah. Um, so I, you know, I was allowed to do that. So yes, in the, in the car, I got to do that. The, I, I don't know if the lemon bars was a, was in this script or if I made that up. I don't know. You know, I was reading Allison Janney said she was very new at the time. Like she hadn't been, I, I don't know if she said it was her first film role or what, but she was saying she wasn't comfortable doing improv. And so she didn't do a lot of improv on set, but, um, but they let you play. They let me play. I mean, yeah. again, I, it wasn't like I was taking over. So, no, no, no. you know, but every now and then you, you would add something or I think, you know, one of the things where I'm behind the scenes and it's the, um, the talent show and the girls are fighting them like, yeah. And I'm, you know, they're, I'm sort of wrestling with them, getting them together. Come on. All right. Do you, you know, and you throw a couple of things in here and there. Was the line when Kirsten Dunn say, says, I hate Amber. And you were like, oh, we all do. Yeah, probably. That, that sounded Probably. Yes, yeah. I know. <laughs> yes. Yes. Bring me on some of that snotty attitude, Becky. Bring it on! Well, as my mother says at Sunday dinner, come and get it! I'll get yes. it! I'll get it! All right, I might even take a second! If you want seconds, I'll make sure I'm turning on for you! Give me your screaming ass! Get off your I think people should leave. Things are changing. I think we should leave now. All right, let's go. I know, I know. We all do. Let's go. So, and they were, everybody was just so lovely and sweet. Denise Richards was, she was a little, um, I think she was in a, another sort of category. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, tell me more. Well, you know, she wouldn't hang out. Now you have to understand that I was, um, I wasn't like a big, you know, um, a, a celebrity then. And I, so I would hang with the girls. So we're talking about, um, Amy Adams, who oh, I love. Amy Adams, Queen Amy, Amy Adams. Adams, and and even um, okay, I'm gonna Kirsten Dunst, Brittany no, Murphy. No, no, Kirsten, not really. It's it's the young girls because three, I think three of them, three or four of them were locals. Okay, so Amy was a local. Yeah, Shannon, who was the one that played the dog with the dog lover, the oh, German right, Shepherd. Right. <laughs> she was a local. The other girl, Soylent, Soylent Green, was mm-hmm. a local. The other one, the redhead, who was with the her mom and dad were Asian. She was right. adopted. She was a local. Yeah. And uh, oh, and then the other one who did the. <laughs> I just love you're explaining these people because they're like every I've character them, description. But, but every character description in that movie is insane in the best way. Like, yes, yes, and I can't remember Asian their names, so I feel really bad. Asian. Yes, and then and then the adorable girl who did um, sign language and then got the light hit on her right. head. <laughs> so they were all locals. Yeah. So I would like hang out with them and talk to them. And I remember saying to, because Amy was all, she, I mean, she was just like that, you know, she bright was just bright eyed. Oh my God. And, but and she was um, a dancer and sang and her brother was in the business. And, and so she was just, you know, uh, we were attached together and she would talk about, oh, tell me what it's like. And blah, blah, blah. And I said to her, I said, you, cause she was going to go to, um, to, Cal- to LA. LA. And I said, you're going to do very well. Yeah. You're really, really good. Right. And so then all of a sudden you see her and I'm like, 
and in that movie, I mean, Amy Adams is doing such great work in that. She's doing great physical comedy, and like she, there are certain points where she doesn't even have any lines. She's mm-hmm. doing that like fish face thing, and it's just everything she does in that movie is so perfect, and it's such a little role, but she made so much out of it. Hi, um, I'm Leslie Miller. I'm signing up because, uh, you know, I always watch the pageants on TV, and my boyfriend thinks I'll win. <laughs> Hi, Pat. Go muskies! Woo! Yeah, and and really, really good. So I couldn't be happier with the success. I haven't seen her Wait, since. But hold on, Mindy. We have to go back to Denise okay. Richards. Okay. So Denise kept well, to herself. She, no, yeah, I think she was staying in another hotel. You know what I mean? She was probably wasn't wasn't she somewhat of a yeah? Because it, it was right after Wild Things, yes. which Wild Things was like a, not a, a huge box office hit, but it was pretty. It was kind of like a big thing for her that. That's and I, so it wasn't like we, I didn't feel comfortable hanging with her or talking to her. I'm not saying she was rude. I think she was probably very shy. Yeah. You know, she's going to be a real housewife. We were talking about housewives before I this. I heard she's that. She's going to be on Beverly Hills Housewives. Uh, God bless her. God bless her. <laughs> I don't, I don't get it. Okay. But anyway. Um, she's, oh, and I love her in that movie. I love um, Denise Richards in that movie though. She's always got the gun in her hand. She's like. She did. She's I so think funny. they did the whole thing with her holding onto the Jesus cross and, and dancing. It was done so well, and everyone in it. Am I right? Everyone, everyone. in it. Denise from has the never shed. been better. Like, in never totally been agree. better on camera. And she didn't play the. Com- she played it real, right. and the comedy came from that. Right. And same thing with oh, and the other girl who was not a local, who has since passed, Brittany Murphy. Okay, can I just tell you about Brit- Brittany Please. Murphy? Because my heart is is still a very. Um, she was such a loving soul, and she. Attached yourself to me. And I don't mean attach yourself where it's like, Mindy, where are you going? I'm coming. No, but we really liked each other. And she thought I was just sweet and I just adored her. She was so good in this and so lovely. And I remember the last day of my shoot, she gave me a gift and it was this sticker and it said goddess. Mm. And I swear to God, that sticker was on my door of my bedroom to which I still live, but it, I've taken it off because I painted the door. Yeah. But it was on the outside of my door because it was so special to me. Uh-huh. And I thought, she thinks I'm a goddess. Yeah. You know? So, you are a goddess, first oh, of all. But, but she was, there was, there was definitely something incredibly special about her. You know, people always talk about like that it factor. And I feel like Brittany Murphy is one of those people that you could just look at and it was like, she just had it. Like whatever it was. And in Drop Dead Gorgeous, I mean, she has a couple moments... My favorite of hers is at the end after the beauty, not the like after the beauty pageant when she tells the t- tells her dad that her, her, the son is gay. Yes, she's like gay. Yes. <laughs> I hope it was worth it. No, Dad, it was worth it. Amber should have won. Yeah, well, I'll tell you one thing. Peter never would have pulled a shenanigan like that. Well, you know what, Dad? You know what? Peter's gay. Gay. The best line reading of all time. Like it's yes. just the way she says gay is just And I love amazing. when she's give when she gives her um Leotard to um to uh, Kirsten Dunst and she's like, Oh, I'm not gonna win anyway. And she just had that way of talking and <laughs> oh God, she yeah, no, she's and, oh, that big bright smile. Yes. Every time she was on camera, she had this like huge her eyes. And that's who her, she was. Yeah. That's so who she was. Oh. So these group of young ladies, I got to be sort of like like involved, and I really enjoyed hanging out with them. I didn't hang out with the adults. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I didn't hang out with Kirsty. She was there. She had her kids. Yeah. And they were renting a place. She didn't invite me over. I, oh, and you know who else I hung out with? Ooh. Was um, 
Mike McShane, who was Will Sasso's Will Sasso, of yes. course, was the disabled person in the oh movie. My oh my god! So and Mike funny. McShane was just—he try, was trying so hard to keep his his brother together. Did you know them from like the comedy world before? No. Okay. I think maybe Mike I might have heard of, but well, Will I knew from wasn't he? He was he was on Mad TV. Was that before or after? Uh, I think it was before. This was before, I think. Yeah. So I knew him from that, but not well enough. Yeah. And I remember Mike and I had some. We had time off one or two days, and we just kind of tootled around together. So he become my my buddy. Yeah. You know, because when you're away, you're like, I'm. I enjoy having a buddy as opposed to being by myself. Yeah, yeah. And Lana was busy working, and then Matt, the creepy judge, the creepy judge. <laughs> I loved him. Yes. All I, the judges you mentioned they, before, they're so fucking funny. They were so funny. Yeah. I mean, the, all of the, oh God, every, and, and when they do it, when they have close-ups on them watching the girls, it's the best. It's hysterical. Now you also mentioned all the girls. And I think this is one of the few big studio movies that's an all female cast. And did you know, did you guys feel that on set or did you ladies feel that on set? Because it was a female ensemble comedy. Well, definitely was. Yeah. I think Lana had a lot to do with it in terms of how she wrote it. And this was what it was about. This wasn't about a love triangle. This wasn't right. about a man. This was about, this What this is what goes on in a very small town. Yeah. And some people were hired as locals. To, and then I got to do a scene um, with Allison Janney. And, She's brilliant uh, in this movie. And, and, and just... As sweet as can be. Like, if I see her today, she's like, Mindy, she, like, you know, she knows, remembers who I am. Yeah. She's very sweet. But yes, and to me, literally was the funniest thing in the film. Yeah, she steals it. I mean, she steals every scene yeah. that her and Ellen Barkin. Hi. This is Loretta. I tell Annette, I says, you talk to me during my stories, you might as well be talking to the wall. <laughs> you guys want a beer? No, thank you. Is Amber here? Oh, no, you just missed her. She got called down to the Bone Gardens. She's in a hell of a mood today. Oh. Say, you boys been to the Lehman's? Shut it, Loretta. If you have, you got all the pictures of the winter you need. Shut it. Oh, Christ, it's true. Loretta. Let's just say who should win, who deserves to win, is Amber. Why don't you just paint a big old target you know, on your ass? Best damn tapper, the most smartest. Most smartest? Yeah. Oh, that's great. You're real educated, like, most smartest. Get a picture of that. Most smartest. Most smartest. Come on, come on. I'm cutting you off and sending you home. She's got to well, go home Well, excuse me, on, enough, but I'm sweetie, bragging up go. your kid here. I know. Come on, let's go. Let's Amber's going to be the next Diane right Sawyer, we'll you know. See you later. They're making a movie. All right, they're making a movie. You don't know where this is going to end. What makes you think that Becky's going to win? Why do I think Becky will win? You're talking... Ow, don't pinch. You're talking about the richest family in a small town. It's front page news and one of them takes a shit. Oh, great. Can one of you boys give me a ride home? Don't fall far. She lives two trailers down. So? Be real easy. Go on home, Loretta. Come on. Go on. Go on. The party's over. Hysterical. When Ellen Barkin gets the beer can attached to her hand, it's so fucking funny. I mean, the whole thing... What do you remember? Was Ellen Barkin around? Was she? No, yeah. no, I don't. I was because I wasn't anything with him because I was in. I think it was the funeral. Yeah, that I was in, and I was in. I think I was with um, the Jello salad. Was like a- <laughs> yes, yes. Yes, I mean. Also, I I I sound like that Chris Farley interview. Yes, you know, and yes, he tells, yes. Like, I you remember love- that. <laughs> um, but I love the scene too when you and Kirstie are with the the high school wrestler boys, and Kirstie's like flirting with the young yes, boy, and you're yes. just like trying to divert her yes, attention. Yes, to the cameras. yes, yes, yes. Oh. I was always. You could tell. Like I'm always the one that uh, is you know trying to keep her in line. Come on, we gotta go. We gotta do this. We gotta <laughs> do that. The chaos. Uh, the chaos. Um, and then the girls dance. Oh. Oh, that the dude. dance, the dance and the paint. paint. I know. It's Come so on. I mean, that's so brilliantly it's written. So brilliant. 
All right, why don't we pick up the step ladders? They're right for the physical fitness number. There we go. They're wet. Oh, wow. What? My hands are stuck. <laughs> I'm kind of yeah. dizzy from the fumes. Okay, well, you know what, girls? Why don't you keep them away from you so they don't get on the outfits? All right, there we go. Let's form a line. Okay? Kind of a mental retard paint step letters right before a pageant. Do you pay attention to reviews or anything like that? Like when it came out, it didn't get well reviewed, but now people love it. Of course, they see the brilliance of it. Well, I think sometimes it happens. You know, with all, with the first Austin Powers, same thing. Yeah. That did not steal a big audience, yeah. and then when it came out, it, that's that's when it was like, wow, we were. Yeah. So they decided to do a second. So yeah, I mentioned the dark comedy in it, and there's like death. There they poke fun at anorexia. Yeah. There's like a lot of things that are kind of taboo. Do but you- it's also because of the small town. Yeah. You don't realize how dark <laughs> you know small towns can be. That's what I was, yeah. It feels almost. It feels realish. Yeah. Like I I go home to a small town. In Ohio. And well, I'm wondering, you know, it's like in, in asking or thinking about Lana now, like, I don't know, maybe there's a place where she was was interviewed and read, because I knew this this was based on, um, I think she was in the pageant mm-hmm. or something. But I wonder how much of this darkness was there, those kind of people um, judging? Was there an, an anorexic? Yeah. Was there, you know what I yeah. mean? I don't I know. Mean, I'm sure a lot of it was based off truth. Yeah. Do you think something like that could get made today? Because now we sort of live in this very PC culture. Like, And I think a lot of the humor would get pushed back. I, have you ever seen that show, Jamay, Private School Girl? <gasps> oh, my right. God. It's so Oh, my funny. God. Can I just tell you? Please. I am crazy. I saw that when it, not when it first came out, but this was several years ago. Right. And I'm so upset that it, they they not do more. Yeah, that to it's me so funny, was right? he was brilliant. He's so smart and funny. He's doing something for Netflix, like he's doing a Netflix show with another character because that Jamay character was on a show <gasps> called Summer Heights High. No, that's what I yeah I saw that. Yeah, so I just rewatched oh. I just rewatched um, that show Summer Heights High and and Jamay, which was like the spinoff. Yes, of yes, it. I saw that too. And. The humor is, it's the same kind of thing where it's like, the, he pokes fun at everyone and there's a lot of things where you almost go, oh my God, I don't, I, I just I wonder. should laugh. Do I, should I want to laugh at that? You know, right now we're in a really, really delicate, sensitive time. And that's a good question because the things that really were able, people were able to get away with and make us laugh and make us love even more, you don't, I don't know how much of that can be made now. And yet at the same time, we can't live in a society where everything is so, you know, washed out. So I'm not sure how that would be. You know, I'm thinking of like just kind of comedy in general and Drop Dead Gorgeous, like the lead characters are these young girls in a small town in a beauty pageant. And so they're not coming from a place of power. So it's like almost like a level playing field where we can make fun of all of these people because I don't know. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, I know. And there, and there's, that's why. I don't like a lot of comedies. You'd think that I would die for all of these new shows. And I really, I don't, I like dramas. Yeah, yeah. I like thrillers. I like things that, oh, that have a dark um, you know, side to them. And if it is, I'm trying to think of the dark comedy that I like. I mean, I loved, well, Nurse Jackie, which really wasn't a comedy. Yeah, um, more Veep, comedy. Veep I mean, is so Veep, good. Veep, yeah. But see, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty uh, out there and yeah. it's pretty like, but- Come on, that's how people are. Yeah. And um, and what else am I watching that's... Um... I love, I mean, in terms of that line, I love Smilf, which you were just on. Yes. I, I don't know if you watched the first season, but I like inhaled that first season. Uh, was the director of this movie, was he a gay man? Michael John? Yeah. 
Do you remember? I, you know, I want to say, I don't think so. I see. I'm like, how could a not gay man do this? Because it's just. Like, I know. I, I know what you're saying. I don't think so, but. You should look him up. Look him up. <laughs> I need to figure it out. Okay, well, I want- I'm sure we could find out we if he's find married. Out. On, on you know, IMDb. Well, wait, Mindy, oh, actually, right, wait, wait. I did look him up. Oh, I, I did look him. No, I didn't find out that information, but I was trying to find out so I could reach out to him or the writer to say why isn't this on streaming anywhere. How do we get to Lana? We have to figure out. We have to get to Lana or Michael to figure out why it's not streaming because Michael it's also like- directed. He directed um, um, Reno Nine One One. Yes, and which you were in. Uh, yes, in the movie. And then he also directed some a TV show that I was cast in. So he's around. Um, I don't know. What but you t- know, have you heard of the show High Maintenance on HBO? I've heard of it, but I haven't seen it. So it just, I don't, I don't really watch is it. it but re- is it like a new show? It's new. Oh, okay. And the new season just premiered last week. And in the premiere, there's a joke about Drop Dead Gorgeous not being available to stream. No, I swear no. to God, I'll send it to you. What is High Maintenance about? It's, or who's I, in it? I think it's like about people who buy buy weed from dealers or something, but it's a comedy. I don't. I haven't seen it. But okay. I had posted this thing on my social media about how you can't find Drop Dead Gorgeous, and everyone was reaching out to me. Like, of course, I like saying we can't find it anywhere. We can't find it anywhere. And then a few days after I had posted it, people reached out and said, "Hey, on high maintenance, there was this. There's a joke about it. There's like a line where so the- we have to we have to we have to somehow make a big deal on your social media and my social media about how do we get this streamed? Who right. who or do I who's talk? Who's holding to? it up? Why is it being held up? Because there are conspiracy theories about like what is why isn't it available? Because people love it. And the only way to buy it, it's it's an out of print DVD. They're not even making the DVDs anymore. Well, can't somebody make them? But it'd be illegal. I, I mean, guess, illegal. Right? Yeah. Well, don't you know people in the community? I know. I'm trying my best. I'm like, I put it on social media. Perez, I was like, what's his name? Perez. Uh, not Perez. Like, we, no, who's the other one? We need to figure it out. Like, we All need right. answers. Right, we'll figure this. We out. need you to reach out to the director or something. Okay. Um, oh, I want to talk about the ending. So the ending. There was apparently an original ending when I did my research. There was an ending where Kirstie Alley is in her in prison and she dies in prison. And I was wondering, do you? I wasn't there, was I? Do you have the whole script? Like, do you know the? Do you remember the original script? Were there any other big changes? God, I don't think I have the original script. I know I have. I think I have the original script of Austin Powers, the first one, but I don't think I do. What was I thinking? Um, Apparently, they had tested the movie and it was just that had put it over the edge. It was like a little too dark. So then they reshot the ending where I wonder, well, I wonder what my um, VHS has. Well, that no, the, the, the oh, final copies. The- yeah. That'll have the, the other, but yeah, I just read that they reshot it, and I was wondering if anything else stood out to you that maybe was cut or that you remember. I don't. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Do you have any other favorite memories from filming it or, or f- memories from the actual movie? No, it just, you know, it just, I mean, just knowing all of those girls. and Why it, do you think it's stood the test of time? Like, why do you think people love it so much? You know, I, it's just weird. And because I think I was, I loved it when I did it, and I loved it when I read it and I loved it when I saw it. And I still, when I see it, I love it. Yeah. So I know what I like. Yeah. And I do like dark. Yeah. And, but not sexual dark. Yeah. Do you know the difference between some people will say, "Here's something I wrote, and it's it's dark." Oh, great! But it's kind of sexual. sexual. And I'm like, I don't want to talk about vaginas. That's like Denise Richards' other movie, Wild Things. It's yes. like a sexual dark thing. That's yeah. it, that is this funny dark is funnier to me. So I still, when somebody comes up to me and says, they'll you know catch me, and I think the first thing they're going to say is, "Oh, I loved you on Austin Powers," and randomly I'll just get, "I loved you 
Drop Dead Gorgeous. And I get like this, oh my God, me too. Is it always <laughs> Is it always a gay man or woman that does it? That says uh, it? Probably. I would say it's mostly the gay men. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now switching gears a bit, <laughs> I wanna I wanna talk about Austin Powers. Is there gonna be another Austin Powers? Do you there's Gosh, been I don't know because it years. was so close. That, I mean, hearing him talk, I think he was talking, he was on the Today Show or something. And he was talking because he was in uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. And they asked him something about, you know, having another one. And he made some kind of a weird comment like, well, you know, I don't know. You know, they're really hard to make. And but don't ever say never. And or he made some kind of where, you know, it was like, oh, my God, everybody was contacting me. Dee, thank you so much for chatting with me. I know I kept you a little longer than I think oh, I promised. Dan, the only, my only problem is I will have to pee immediately when no, we I gotta, <laughs> leave here, but other I, than that, I, fine. I, to take us out, can you tell me your if, uh, your social media or anything else oh. you want to plug or anything, but can you do it in your accent, in your Drop Dead Gorgeous accent? <laughs> oh, forget this. Okay. So, uh, yeah, Mindy's, okay, so I'm not really that great at social media. I really try. Um, you know, and everybody's like, Anya, like, you know, because sometimes they want to hire you because, well, let's check Mindy's social media status, which is disappointing, I'm sure. Um, so let's see. So uh, uh, Instagram, I'm Mindy Stir, S-T-E-R, because I, so I guess somebody else was Mindy Sterling. Right. And then um, on uh, Twitter, I am Ms. Mindy Sterling. Thank you, Mindy, so much. This Danny, was such a delight for me. I love you so much. I and, love you so much. So um, I, when you asked me to do this, I um I was very excited. So anything that you do, I will be a part of. Oh my god, I love you. And this is what the people want. They want to drop dead gorgeous. And I was like, I, I this is just going to be a surprise for people. I didn't tell them I was really? getting someone from the movie. I was just like, <gasps> I'm, we're going to surprise everyone. But well, I was now so, we've got to find out about the stream. Everybody has got to get out there. We have got to figure it out because we need to know. Okay. Anyway, thank you so much, Mindy. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And we all carry around different stressors, both big and small. Sometimes the small stressors are the worst for me because I cannot stop thinking about them when I'm trying to sleep or when I'm trying to go about my day. I keep those little things bottled up and it can start to affect me negatively. Now, therapy is a safe space to get those things off of my chest and figure out how to work through all that stuff. And if you've never benefited from therapy, I think it's time you explore. I think anyone can be helped by going to a professional therapist. It's so incredibly helpful to get those coping skills skills and uh, deal with those stressors. So uh, if you're thinking of starting therapy, you can give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be super convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you got to do is fill out this quick, brief questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge, which I think is so important. uh, So that way you find someone that you work well with. Now, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Everything Iconic today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Everything Iconic. Ah, I love that sound, don't you? And that's the sound you're going to hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Uh, we use it here at Everything Iconic. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling all your business complexity, no matter how big you grow. I think it's fantastic. You're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache. But Shopify's app store has the migration apps you need to migrate all of your products, your orders, your customers, and more uh, from every major e-commerce platform all the way to Shopify. And I always hate when I'm shopping online and I have to 
re-enter all of my information. Well, Shopify store remembers your shipping address, your payment information. So if you're on the couch and your wallet's on the kitchen counter, you don't have to get up, which is nice. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash everything iconic, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash everything iconic. Shopify, S-H-O-P-I-F-Y dot com slash everything iconic. After chatting with Mindy, I had even more questions. So I tracked down the elusive and brilliant mind behind the film, writer Lana Williams. We connected via social media and she agreed to take my call. Would she have the answers as to why the film has not been released digitally? Why is the DVD out of print? Was Kirstie a Scientologist during the making of the film? Here's my chat with writer Lana Williams. <laughs> Lana, thank you so much, first of all, for taking the time to chat with me. Of course. I thought it would be so interesting to chat about this crazy film that seems to just kind of keep living, which I love. Right. Like, I'm obsessed with this movie. I think it's fantastic. <laughs> now, Lana, I have a bunch of questions for you. I mean, not too many. I won't keep you too long. Okay. But my number one question, and the thing that I've been trying to find out for a while now, is why isn't this movie available digitally? Do you know? I don't know. And you know what? That is a question I get a lot. And I don't know. I just don't know why that would be. You know, maybe because New Line... I don't know. They went out of business after. I don't know. I have it's no idea. It's so hard to find the DVD so even as like out of print. Yeah. It's just such a fantastic movie. It's, it's quite something. No. I don't know if fantastic would describe. Oh my God, Lana, quite you're something. kidding. It is fantastic. <laughs> Let me tell you. We got away <laughs> with something. I think that's maybe the, uh, the truth of it, right? Right. Now, I, I want to ask you, did you ever anticipate it being coming this cult classic? No, yeah. no, because it was just, it was mercilessly reviewed. Right. And I think then you kind of assume, okay, yeah, got done. it. Yeah. I guess people didn't find funny what I thought was funny. Did you like it when you saw it? Like after the finished product was out? Well, you know, the hard part about it is I was much younger and it was the first movie and you know I had seen it all in my head and it reflects mm -hmm. a certain part of my life right my right. young life and so I saw it and people sounded a certain way in my mind and mm -hmm. my mind's eye saw it coming together so no right. <laughs> you know you know that 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 was a hard one uh, to take yeah I mean, as yeah. a writer, you must have just the ex exact idea of what you want it to look like. Yeah, well, you're a writer too. Right. And so you, you know, you, you see something and you put that down and you hear the voices that you think this is how they should sound and this is the pacing they should speak and this is the proper <laughs> sort of act that, you know what I mean? All those pieces. So, um, no, not really. That's interesting. Can you tell me a little bit about coming with, up with the story and how you came up with the idea? So I was writing TV and I wanted to do a feature and I had a couple ideas and a friend at the time said, oh, you should do that mockumentary one. That sounds fun. And so I wrote it during 
the um, O.J. Simpson uh, trial, so I was, which I was obsessed with. So I would write, 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 and then my kind of treat for sitting for a long time was that I would catch the recap of the trial. And oh, so I love that. that was, I know. I, that was quite something. It was based on experience you went through growing up in Minnesota, correct? Loosely based. Loosely. Yeah. And okay. exaggerated, obviously, and all that sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. So of the yeah. finished film, do you have a favorite moment or scene? I haven't seen it forever either. Is there is there a performance you remember watching like you really loved? I don't know. I think Mindy Mindy, Mindy. nailed everything because she's you know, right? She is comedy, so um, she was perfect. What about when you were writing the movie? Did you have other actors in mind? I never had actors in mind, and the whole thought of it was to just get people. So it seems as if it's a real documentary, right? Oh, so you maybe had real people like doing it with unknowns. Yeah, more, not necessarily real people, but combinations of elements of real people, right? Uh, Now, how about, I had read some reports that there was a different ending. Do you remember the alternate ending, the one, the original ending? Uh, No. What was it? What was the original ending? I I read in an interview. I don't know if it was you or the director, somebody saying that originally it ended with Kirstie Alley in prison killing herself. Oh yeah, that was the original. Well, that was just the the tag ending, right? So, um, and you didn't see her kill herself. You just saw her legs hanging <laughs> as you passed Estelle. So that seemed funny. You know, killing herself may have been dark, but just seeing her legs was seemed funny at the time. Yeah, no, I mean, you know. so, so much of it is so dark. It's I, so dark, right? And but I think that's sort of the appeal of it a little bit. It's just like so bizarre, but so funny. Yeah. And isn't a lot of comedy is kind of dark. Sure. Which looking back now, you kind of are amazed that we could get away with it, right? That they would let us do it. And I know I I just rewatched it and I wondered like if some of that stuff would fly today because it wouldn't, I don't think it it would either. Yeah. No, that's what I mean. Like the fact that that kind of snuck out into the world and still has life to it is hilarious. Amber Atkins, where Mm -hmm. do you imagine her Kirsten Dunst being today, do you think she'd still be in Minnesota? No, she'd probably be, she would have gone to like Vegas or something Vegas, yes. to follow the, you know, <laughs> the dream. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Might be a good place for her. Are you aware of like the online support of the film and how much fans really love it? No, I never, like, it just is so surprising. You know, when you popped up on my Instagram, then some of the people that I know followed you. So I was like, oh, I have to follow him. And then you sent me that, that message. And I was like, what? That's so crazy. It was just surprising. So no, I don't follow anything about it. I've really. been trying my damnedest to figure out why this movie's not on digital. And right. so I'd been posting for months. I've been posting things on my Instagram story and stuff, trying to figure it out. And the amount of messages I get of people who are just so passionate about this movie, it, that's what really sparked this idea of me wanting to contact you and, and talk to Mindy, because there's just such a, a strong fan base that loves it. So I was at this, uh, I was at the Roundabout Theater a rehearsal thing with a friend of mine. and. This young woman who um, worked for the roundabout came up and 
we were talking and she said, um, I said, Oh, where are you from? And she was from Iowa. And I said, Oh, I'm from Minnesota. And she said, whereabouts? And I said, Rosemount. And she said, Oh, that's funny. Cause it's like where one of my favorite movies is based. And I was like, shut up. That's, that's my movie. Shut up. So <laughs> it was so funny. And then she was quoting lines that I didn't even remember, you know, butter me a donut and that kind of thing. So it was just, it just made me really happy. You know, I don't know if you're aware of the show High Maintenance. It's on HBO. No, should they, I? Well, they just had their season premiere. I don't know. It's in its maybe third or fourth season. Mm-hmm. But in the season premiere, there was a joke about not being able to get dropped a gorgeous on digital. That's crazy. Why is that? I mean, also the amount of people that were messaging me that were buying the out of print DVD on Amazon for forty five, fifty dollars. <laughs> I mean, it's, people are getting so a hold crazy. of that. That's so funny. Well, Lana, that's crazy. all I have for you. Other than I right. want to thank you for, because this movie has brought me so much joy. Oh, I'm so glad. Dark yeah. humor is my pleasure. And you also, real quick, I was doing my research. You also wrote Sugar and Spice, right? It was Sugar and Spice and Semi-Automatics originally. Yeah. Yes. And that's sort of become a little bit of a cult movie too. Has it? It has. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It has, yes. I had to come out from under my rock to chat with you today. Yeah. Um, <laughs> was that a, what was that experience like? Because it was not great. Not I great, ended yeah. up um, leaving it. I, um, we were shooting it in Minnesota and I really didn't, I didn't dig the director. And so I left it. Yeah. Um, so here's my question for you. First of all, where are you from? I'm from Ohio. Oh, maybe that's, maybe it's, Touches like a Midwestern thing. Right. A Midwestern thing. I think like I've been really paying attention to people who like it. And it's it's definitely a Midwestern thing. And then women and gay men. Oh, really? Yeah. Women and gay men love this movie, especially like I'm 33 around that age. It's, Interesting. Yeah, it's it's big. Interesting. Huh. And what is your favorite scene? My favorite, well, you or mentioned line Mindy. or scene or something. I love when Kirstie's driving the car with Mindy in the back and uh, fought, they run into Father <laughs> Don again. <laughs> That's <laughs> one of my favorites. I, wa- I should have watched it before we chatted. And then um, Denise Richards with the Jesus cross. You know what? The rumors are true. I do have a special fellow in my life. And if nobody minds... I'd like to sing a little song just for him. You're just too good to be true. Can't take my eyes off of you. Oh, shit. Oh, Dancing with Jesus. That has to be my favorite. I forgot about that. I was going to say losing hair, you know, brushing the hair out of the reigning uh, queen, because that is, to me, funny. My winning, the Mount Rose, American teen princess pageant, really changed my life. Amber does my hair once a week. Well, it's the least I can do for the reigning Mount Rose, American teen princess. Oh, God. What? Oh, um, just a little snarl. (laughs) But dancing with... Jesus, that might be a that might be a favorite. 
my favorite <laughs> moment, like uh, line or whatever, is Brittany Murphy when at, after the pageant, she's talking he's to her dad. Gay dad. Yeah, he's she, Peter's gay. <laughs> and the way she says "gay," like when she I shouts know. it, is I think <laughs> the best line reading of all time. <laughs> so good. That's hilarious. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, it was, and I, I was so excited to talk to Minnie, and Minnie's like, oh my god, Lana's the best, you have to try to reach out to her, and then I was trying to find you, and I was so thrilled when I found your Instagram. Mm, that's so fun, that's so yeah. fun. Yeah, she is, she is the best, the greatest ever, Right. funniest right. woman. Yeah, she gave yep. me some good scoop on the set stuff. And, oh, what'd she say? Um, Come on, she, you have to spend a little time and tell me. Sure, sure, of course. She told me okay. that Denise kind of kept to herself, Denise Richards. Yeah, she was quiet. She was really lovely, like a lovely young lady at the time. She said Kirsty was quiet. Kirsty came in and did two weeks and didn't know what she was doing. Nothing. <laughs> really? <laughs> she didn't even meet with the voice coach. That's why she sounds so crazy. <laughs> oh, I like, love that. What's wrong with you? Everybody else is doing a Minnesota accent thing and what are you doing? <laughs> did she just not? I don't know. How did she take on this role? If she, because it sounds I don't know. like everything I read, it sounds like Kirstie just kind of like showed up there and did whatever she wanted. Yeah. Yeah. She was very, I think, I don't even think she met for, you know, there's, there was a certain kind of look to the clothes, you know, to wardrobe and everything. And I think she was a pain in the ass about that sort of mm -hmm. thing, too. Um, and people had to bring it to, um, I think she tried everything on at the, whatever center it is here. The, um, what is her thing? The Scientology. Scientology center. Like wardrobe had to go there for her to try stuff. I don't know. Oh my God. What a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know. She, was she in Scientology at that time? I think she was. Wow. I think she was. Maybe that was why she was not. Um, <laughs> is she better now i don't, I don't know. know i don't know uh -oh. i haven't seen her in a while i don't think so <laughs> i don't think so uh, mindy also know. was talking about how great allison janney was which i feel oh, like she totally amazing yeah yeah stole that movie and every yep. scene she's in every single scene yeah yeah and then we talked a little bit about amy adams and how how far she's oh, come yeah that's right yep and she too she was working at the chanhassen dinner theater Oh my in God, Minnesota really... at the time. Yeah. Rewatching that movie, I was blown away by all of Amy Adams' little moments that I never really right. paid yeah. attention to. But she does a lot of even great uh, physical comedy with like, she does those fish, that fish face or whatever. There's a lot of great little moments. She's, you know, you realize like, oh, she's a real actor who mm -hmm. really works and has, you know, done really well because she puts in the work and effort and that kind of thing. Right. Yeah. I also uh, want to say, while I got you on the phone, yes. it's so refreshing to watch back because it's an ensemble female comedy and it's not about finding a man. Right. Yes, it's like I agree. A bunch of women in their I mean, I don't even know if there's any conversations about like, oh, that I want him to be my boyfriend or anything. It's just women focusing on something else. And I think that's so refreshing. Right. And in competition. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't have to be competition for a man. It's a competition for this prize that you value. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But this was so long ago, right? When you could, I feel like a comedy was a comedy. Nobody had that thing, you know, no executive in at the time had in the back of their mind, no, there has to be some kind of romantic thing or this, you know what I mean? You're right. 
right. if they, they thought it was funny and they made it. And that's amazing. <laughs> you yeah. Know? Yeah. I wish that was the case now, but you know, right. it's Lana, yeah. thank you so much. Oh, it was such a pleasure. I'm sure you got nothing, but, um, it was really fun to chat. Lana, no, I got more than enough. You were wonderful and perfect. <laughs> and, I, and again, I can't thank you enough. This movie, I mean, again, I rewatched it last week and like tears coming out of my eyes. It's, it's one of those movies too that gets better. The more you watch Aww. it, the better it gets. That's hilarious. Yeah. God love you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much, Lana. Of course. Okay. And uh, take care. I want to thank you guys for listening to this episode of Everything Iconic. And I want you to know that Lana Williams recommended that I reach out to Gavin Pallone, one of the producers on Drop Dead Gorgeous, to find out why this movie's not available digitally. I sent Gavin a message via social media, and I also contacted him via his representatives, but have not yet heard back. I also reached out to WB Entertainment via social media. Drop Dead Gorgeous was released via New Line Cinemas. New Line merged with Warner Brothers in 2008. I have yet to hear back. I will keep doing my part, and I'll keep you all informed as the story progresses. I want to thank you again for listening. Thanks to Samsung Technologies for sponsoring the show. Please find me on social media at Danny Pellegrino on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook, it's facebook.com slash Pellegrino Danny. If you want to support this podcast and you want access to all the bonus episodes, head on over to patreon.com slash everything iconic. Click the Become a Patron button, and for $4 more per month, you get access to all the bonus episodes. There's Real Houses recaps over there other exclusive pop dives, and so much more. There'll be one new bonus episode a month. For those of you already on the Patreon, you can head on over there for more of my chat with Mindy Sterling. We talk a little bit more about Austin Powers and lots of other fun stuff. So there's just a little bit more of our chat over there. I love you all so much for listening. Please rate and review on iTunes if you like it. And please, let me know if you have any answers as to why Drop Dead Gorgeous isn't available digitally. Bye-bye. I love decorating the house and getting furniture, but sometimes it could be overwhelming to design a space. And so luckily, I'm here to tell you about a company called Cozy. Now, Cozy is fantastic, a North American company that thoughtfully designs furniture made for modern living. Now, Cozy strives to provide the best furniture shopping experience with elegant, super high quality products, plus fast delivery and easy assembly, which is really important to me because I do not like putting together furniture. So the easier, the better for me. Now, Cozy offers beautiful, customizable sofas and sectionals that are made to adapt in time. This means customers can add seats to the sofas over time. Maybe if you're extending your family, you might want more space on the couch. Cozy also offers a great range of coffee tables, washable rugs, wall shelving, credenzas, TV stands, and accessories. So much. It's thoughtfully designed furniture made for modern living. There's an outdoor sofa and tables collection that is fantastic. It's called the Mistral. So you can choose the perfect sofa configuration for your outdoor setup. Uh, Cozy also opened its first retail space on Queen Street in Toronto to push the experience to the next level and allow customers to engage physically with the products. So transform your living space today with Cozy. Visit Cozy.com, spelled C-O-Z-E-Y, to start customizing your furniture today. Again, that's Cozy, C-O-Z-E-Y.com. 
The secret to summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Its signature scent of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com.